There comes a time We must heed a certain call We must come Come together and preach We must share the word of God To every boy and girl We must show the greater love of God We can't go on Pretending day by day That there is no life after this life We can't see the people go They've died every day Did they know Jesus Christ. We are the church. We are His people. We are the ones who know the Word of God. So let's start preaching. There's a choice we've got to make to shine the light of God. It's true, we'll make a better
morning of vision, I want you to stand up wherever you are. You're on your bed, but please rise up. You're in your kitchen. Stop cooking and rise up and let's clap and invite the ministration of Reverend Hansen and Ganga. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. You may be seated. Hallelujah. Are you happy to be in church today? Oh, yeah. Yes. Excited. Are you sure? Very. Okay. I see Dorothy. Wow. I see Cecilia. Welcome. Good to see you. Amen. Wow. 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 I see everybody. I see Glenn. I see Odette. Okay. When you smile and I see your face, it means I remember and pray for you. Is that a good idea? All right, so try and look at the screen and smile. Emilia, wow. Yes, like that. Okay. Venus, wow. Frank, all the way from California. Wow. <laughs> welcome, welcome. Thank you. All right. Hey, Sabina, I see you. Okay. Dr. Tanj, okay. All right, let's pray. Let's pray just real quick. Father, thank you for this privilege and this opportunity we come before you O lord we present ourselves work on us O lord and cause us to be conformed to your will in jesus name amen all right so i want to read a scripture with you uh, psalm 84 verse number seven psalm 84 verse seven and then we're flowing Amen. Okay. Psalm 84, verse 7. The Bible says, They go from strength to strength. Every one of them in Zion appeareth before God. Amen. They go from strength to strength. Every one of them in Zion appeareth before God. Hallelujah. All right. Now, the interesting thing is that Four verses later in verse 11, the Bible says that the Lord is a sun and a shield. Amen. The Lord will give grace and glory. Okay. Then it says, no good thing will he withhold from them that walk uprightly. Hallelujah. So Amen. you can see in this scripture here that the Lord being a sun and a shield, giving grace and glory happens to those that appear before him can i get an amen so amen. i'm saying all this to reveal to you that you're in for a treat hallelujah i say you're in for a treat amen amen you're in for a treat grace glory glory means you start shining hallelujah okay grace means undeserved favor so just for a minute or two uh before we go too far i want you to pray for yourself and tell god according to psalm 84 verse 7 I am appearing before you. Hallelujah. I am seeking grace. I'm seeking glory. I'm seeking your help. Just pray in a moment. Father, we thank you. We pray. Oh God, we present ourselves before you in the name of Jesus. You are son. You are shield. You give grace. You give glory. No good thing will you withhold. Father, let good things be dispensed today. Let good things, O oh Lord, affect us. Let good things be ministered. Let health be ministered. Let strength be ministered. Let finances be ministered. Let angels be ministered in the name of Jesus. Oh, yes, what a blessing, what a privilege. Touch everyone's heart that has appeared in Zion, has appeared in church. Lord, we have bypassed every other obligation and brought ourselves before you, oh Lord. So minister to us. Let there be grace. Let there be glory. Let the power of God now rest upon everyone that appears in your presence today. In the name of Jesus. Father, oh Lord, anyone that is living through a valley of dry bones, let life come into them in the name of Jesus. Speak your word, speak your word, speak your word, and let strength arise, O oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Somebody says amen. amen. Somebody else says amen. Amen. I see Emmanuel and, and, and Sister Debbie. Emmanuel, you came. Wow. What a blessing. 
I'm so happy today. That's my friend there. Okay. All right. So we're going to be continuing as we share from the anointing and the presence. Hallelujah. The anointing and the presence. Last week, we learned uh, about three different ways in which God can abide in our lives. Amen. Three different ways. God with us. Hallelujah. God upon us and God in us. Amen. All right. God with us, God upon us, and, 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 and God in us. Hallelujah. Amen. So we, we read from Zephaniah, the Bible says, the Lord thy God in the midst of thee, he is mighty. Hallelujah. Zephaniah 3.17. And then we also saw from Luke 4.18, Jesus said, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me. Hallelujah. And then we read in John 16 that the spirit, when he comes, he shall be in you and he will dwell with you. Can I get an amen? Yeah, we have exciting news uh, after today, we have a new podcast. Hallelujah. With a new podcast, Woo! it means that you'll be able to replay the messages through the week. Hallelujah. All right. Amen. God is doing new things in your life. Hallelujah. Okay. So you can click, play, and be blessed. Amen. All right. I also want to say that uh, I can see quite a good number of people are missing from church. You get it. I think they're just waking up. Do you get it? So maybe you can text somebody. Amen. Look through the list of names and see whether your best friend came to church. If they didn't come, they're about to miss some grace and some glory. Do you understand? Okay. So send them a quick text and tell them, hey, pastor is about to preach. Okay. Please join us, okay? And you will be blessed. We're going to be talking about obedience. Hallelujah. And we're going to be talking about obedience as the master key to the presence of God. Obedience as the master key to the presence of God. Hallelujah. Obedience is the access that you need to use to enter into the presence of God. Very good to see you, Sanaya. God bless you. So the Bible says in uh, John chapter 8 and verse 29, please write notes, be blessed, okay? Uh, read them when you go home and let them transform your life. Hallelujah, okay? John chapter 8 and verse 29, the Bible says that, and he that sent me is with me. He that did what? Sent me is with me. The Father hath not left me alone. Why? For or because I do always those things that please him. Can I get an amen? When you do something that is pleasing to God, God then takes a stance in your life where he decides to back you up. Amen. He decides to be with you. He decides to walk with you. He decides to never leave you nor forsake you. Amen. But Jesus said that this happens only because of one reason. Because he does what God has asked him to do. Can I get an amen? Now, while I was reading through this uh, um, uh, chapter in the book, um, I was drawn to three people in the Bible. And I'll just mention them quickly. You can study them when you go home. I was drawn to the life of Abraham. Hallelujah. I was also drawn to the life of Moses. And then thirdly, I was drawn to the life of Paul. Right? I was drawn to those three people because God had a special relationship with them. Hallelujah. If you read and jot down James 2 and 23, James 2, 23, um, the Bible says that God vowed, right, of Abraham, right, that he was a friend of God. Hallelujah. He was what? A friend of God. You know, 
this, and the scriptures fulfilled which saith, Abraham believed God and it was imputed unto him for righteousness. Hallelujah. And he was called the friend of God. And even the friend is not a small F, it's a big one. Have you seen it before? So years ago, I remember being so happy and jumping in one of our churches and saying, I am a friend of God. How many know that song? I am a friend of God. I am a friend of God. He calls me friend. And then I heard someone say, but in the Bible, God didn't call everybody friend. He called Abraham friend. Hallelujah. And what did Abraham do? Abraham got up and obeyed God and went to a place that he had no address. Are you with me, somebody? Anytime you go to the airport, you, you know you're going to Texas. You know you're going to Jamaica. Do you get it? You know you're going to New York. You know you're going to Paris. You see? But Abraham was told, come, I'm taking you somewhere. We're going. Lord, where? Don't worry. Just come. When we start the journey, you will know. And that is the heart of an obedient man. Hallelujah. And in his obedience, he had the presence of God with him. Number two, Moses. Hallelujah. God bragged about Moses in Numbers chapter 12. With Moses, God said, that, look, when I talk to this guy, I won't speak to him like I speak to everybody else. <laughs> you get it. Numbers chapter 12, verse 7. He says, with Moses, I will speak to him face to face. Are you with me? My servant Moses is not so. Who is faithful, right, in all my house. Faithful means you obey. Can I get an amen? Faithful means you obey. You do the instruction that has been asked of you. Verse number eight, it says that, With him will I speak mouth to mouth, even apparently, and not in dark speeches. I see you becoming a friend of God. I see God speaking to you mouth to mouth. Can I get an amen? I see you entering the presence of God because Amen. of your obedience. Hallelujah. Okay. Number three, Paul. Paul was a blasphemer. He used to persecute the church. He used to uh, 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 get Christians and beat them. When Stephen was dying in the book of Acts, um, chapter six, the Bible says, and Paul was consenting which means he was cheering. He was saying, let's do this stoning thing. And Jesus appeared to him. He became blind and he became saved. Because in the book of uh, 1 Corinthians and chapter 15, Paul talks about salvation. Hallelujah. From verse 1 to about 3. He talks about salvation and he preaches about the gospel. And you wonder who preached to him? It was his encounter that brought him salvation. Can I get an amen? All right. Okay. And so in Acts chapter 9 and verse 20, after he had received his sight, right? Look at what Paul does. The Bible says, and straightway or straight away, he preached Christ in the synagogues that he was the son of God. Can I get an amen? Straight away, straight away. How many things has God asked you to do and you're dilly-dallying? How many things has he touched your heart with and you're still taking your time? You need to rise up and obey immediately so that the presence of God can abide with you. Hallelujah. Have you texted a friend? If you text your friend, wave at me. Okay, my wife is waving at me. Okay, all right. Glenn, you're not waving. Okay, all right. So we'll take a few points and then we'll be blessed and then we'll go home. Oh, wait, we are home already. Okay, all right. So the Bible also teaches us that many people are looking for the presence of God. If you're looking for the presence of God, wave at me. Wave at me. Wow. Wow. 
Wow, is it real? Maduro, you're looking for the presence of God? What? Now, the question is, if the presence of God was as easy as looking for it, why don't we all have it? Are you with me, somebody? All right. Now, let's, let's read about Job. Job 23. Hallelujah. Job chapter 23, verse 8, the Bible says, Behold, I go forward. Right? Forward. You know, there's a song we, we, we used to sing. That there's no one, there's no one like Jesus. There's no one, there's no one like him. There's no one, there's no one like Jesus. There's no one, there's no one like him. I walk, I walk here and there. I search, I search here and there. I turn around here and there. There's no one, there's no one like him. Hallelujah. Are you with me, somebody? Tiwana didn't smile. I don't think she likes my, my, my singing. She, 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 she wasn't impressed. Okay. It's a, it's a, I don't know. It's not a grace dance. Grace dance is after church. Daniel, please. But Job 23, verse 8. Okay, let us see the verse, please. Job 23, 8. It says, I think I'll read. I'm just saying the grace dance. Behold, I go forward, but he is not there. And backward, but I cannot perceive him. Verse 9. The Bible says in verse 9, um, On the left hand, where he doth work, but I cannot behold him. He hideth himself on the right hand that I cannot see him. So what, what direction had Job cho chosen? He tried forward. He didn't find him. He tried backward. There's no presence there. He went to the left, Brother Derek. He didn't feel God there. Then he went to the right as well. And there was no presence of God there. Do you understand what I'm saying? Okay. Just like many of us, we are searching for the presence. Yes. Sasha, we are searching for the present. We are looking for God. Hallelujah. And if he was easy to find, we would have found him by now. You see? So in the next verse, verse number 11, number 10, sorry. But he knoweth the way that I take. When he hath tried me, I shall come forth as gold. Now, this is the mysterious thing. Watch this. Just because you are searching for God and are not feeling him and finding him and getting a hold of him doesn't mean that God doesn't see you seeing and searching for him. Whoa. Are you with me? Wow. Yeah. Does it make sense for you, Brother John? So as we are going forward and as we're going back and as we're going left and as we're going right and we can, we're trying hard to feel the presence. It doesn't mean that he doesn't see you nor, nor where you are. Are you with me? Because yes. if we read a scripture um, in um, the book of Second uh, Chronicles 16 and verse 9. Look at this. Second Chronicles 16, 9. We'll come back to Job. For the eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth to show himself strong in the behalf of them whose heart is perfect toward him. Hallelujah. So as we're going forward, back, left, right, you try to find the presence by changing a job. You try to find the presence by having another child. You try to find the presence by marrying uh, 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 Mr. X, you see. But it didn't come. 
it doesn't mean God doesn't see where you are. Now, what is the key that will bring you into the presence? Back to Job and we'll learn it. If you're learning, say amen. amen. Wow, Venus didn't say amen. All right. Verse number 11. Okay. Amen. Okay, good. All right. My foot hath held his step. Do you see it? His way have I kept and not declined, which means I have walked. I mean, I've, I've, I've walked and I've, I've been a good Christian, you see. But there's still something missing. Verse 12. Neither have I gone back from the commandment of his lips. I have esteemed his words, the words of his mouth, more than my necessary food. Can I get an amen? So now, amen. now, Job is getting into something. Job is getting into something. Instead of just going left, going right, going forward, going back, you know, going around, he said that now, let me open my eyes and turn my eyes towards his word and begin to esteem it, you get it, or respect it, or, 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 or put it in a place that is very important, so much as it is, will be more important than necessary food. Can I get an amen? Amen. amen. How many of you know what, what it means to have necessary food? I do. Yes. Necessary food. Mm-hmm. Mm. Some Amen. of us, when we, we, we are taken to McDonald's, we're not impressed. Mm, Our children are impressed. You, we are not impressed. Mm-hmm. You get it? Because we are looking for necessary food. Mm. We are looking for a strong man's meal. True. Do you understand what I'm saying? One Amen. or two fries for Brother Victor. You see how tall he is coming from work. Do you think that, that will do it? No, he needs necessary food. Are you with me? Yes. Yeah, after, after Sister Karina has done a long shift of work and she comes home and you say that, oh, we'll, we'll give you some, um, some potato chips, you know, and, and uh, a sandwich. She's like, no, 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 no. Pastor D. Even her daughter is saying no. Naeli is saying no. <laughs> she needs necessary food. She needs some, some dole. Yes. Some real food. Amen, somebody? Now, Job was saying that I have reached a place where I will take the word, I will magnify it, and I will lift it up, and it will be more essential to me than that necessary food. Are you with me, somebody? And when he did that, if you read your Bible in Job, he started hearing from God. He started hearing from God all the way to uh, chapter 29 when he started talking about how God anointed him, how he used to walk in oil, how people used to see him and bow down. Are you with me, somebody? Begin to obey the word of God and the presence of God will be with you. Somebody say amen. Number two. Amen. Number two. Um. When we obey God, God goes with us. Amen. When we obey God, God goes with us. Wow. Amen. Yeah, the Great Commission. Yes. What does it say? Go ye into the, all the world, preach to all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. You know, teaching them to observe whatsoever things I have taught you. And lo, I am with you always, always, the Bible says, to the end of the earth. Hallelujah. Obeying God causes God to go with you. John 8, 29, we just read. We'll read it again. I mean, I think God needs to go with you to your job in CVS. Amen. Yes. I think God needs to go with you. You, you get it? Uh, uh, when you go to Publix, I think God Amen. needs to go with you when you go to a meeting, to school. Mm. Do you understand? Amen. It wasn't so long ago that there was a shooting at one of our children's school. Yeah. 
Yeah, right there in Florida. How did they escape? God going with us. Hallelujah. May God go with you. Amen. May God Amen. go with you. Hallelujah. Amen. And he that sent me is with me. He that sent me is with me. All right. The father had not left me alone. For I do always those things that please him. When we moved to Florida, we go to um, uh, an apartment, you see, in somewhere in, in Fort Lauderdale called Hollywood. And when we found the apartment, we decided to paint the place. Now, while we were painting the place, we encountered two young men, you see. I think they even tried to come to church at some point. But they, they said, oh, this job, Pastor, we can do it. We can paint your apartment. So I got creative. I painted one wall green. I painted the other wall red. Do you see? And the only thing I remember is that Victor and his beloved then came to that house and they sat down. They were going on a date. Ask, ask your pastor after church. Yeah. Emilia, do you remember the red wall and the green wall? Yeah, you remember. Yeah. yeah. Now, when I started digging a little bit into these two boys' lives, I realized that their father had sent them out. Do you understand? And he had his will for their lives, which was a good education. Amen. All right. So he committed them to school, right? He was paying international student tuition from Africa. He was paying. Then one day, daddy decided to make a surprise trip and come and see his children. Well, the surprise trip was that he was the one who was about to be surprised. And when he came, he found the children were not even going to school. They're not enrolled in school at all. Number one. Number two, he found that he had still been sending money for tuition. But the, the children were putting it straight in their personal account. When daddy saw that, that was the end of it. He said, my financing of your school ends here. It's over. It's finished. It's finished. Because God going with you needs you to agree with what God is going forth to do so that he can back what he is sent you to do. Can I get an amen? Amen. And now they were here. They, they, they were not in school, had not graduated out of higher uh, education and were in a place where they had to move around from here to here to try and feed themselves. When they lacked God's vision, they lacked God's provision. Are you with me, somebody? Wow. When they lacked God's vision, right? Sorry, their father's vision, I should say. They lacked their father's provision. Likewise, when we lack God's vision, we lack God's provision. And his vision is in his word. Can I get an amen? His vision is in his word. Jesus had God's presence because he obeyed the word. Now, in Deuteronomy chapter 28, you know, there are some stunning scriptures there that you have to encounter. Deuteronomy 28 verse 1 and 2. When your wedding comes up, these are the proclamations we like to make over your life. Do you understand? Yeah, I remember I was at Pastor Koto's wedding. When we were finishing, we proclaimed these blessings. But it is amazing that there's a sharp contrast between what your life looks like when you are obeying God and what your life looks like when you're not obeying God. Come with me in Deuteronomy 28 verse 1, New American Version. It says, if ye fully obey the Lord, your God, and carefully follow all his commands that I give you today, the Lord, your God, will set you high above all the nations on earth. Are you seeing this? Yeah. Okay, read verse 2 very quickly. Wow. Verse 2. And all these blessings, verse 2, all these blessings shall come upon you and accompany you if you obey the Lord your God. Can I get an amen? 
Amen. All these blessings shall come upon you. Who is bringing the blessings? We read already in, in your Bible, isn't it? The Lord is a sun and a shield, right? No good thing will he withhold from them that walk uprightly. Are you with me? The Bible yes. says every good and every perfect gift comes from above. Hallelujah. From the Father Amen. of light in whom there is no shadow of darkness, nor turning. Are you with me? So we see here, King James even says it in an amazing way. He says, these blessings shall come upon you and overtake you. Have you ever seen an overtaking blessing? The blessing is so much in a hurry to come upon you that you're too slow for it. I tell you, may the blessing overtake you in Jesus' name. I receive I say, it. May the blessing come so much that it overtakes you. But there's only one way that it will come upon you. You have to be obedient. Can I get an amen? You have amen. to be one, obedient. You have to be obedient. And if you read the scriptures to come, he, he says, the Bible says that blessed shall be when thou goest, blessed shall be when thou comest, blessed shall be uh, uh, the, the, the storehouse, blessed shall be the fruit of the womb, blessed and blessed and blessed because of obedience. The presence of the Lord comes upon you as you obey his word. Hallelujah, somebody. Now, let's look at the absolute opposite of this in Deuteronomy 28 and verse 15. And amazingly, what you will realize is that from Deuteronomy uh, uh, 15, going all the way down, do you understand? There are about 60 something scriptures. You get it? All of them are curses. So you say to me, pastor, oh, I mean, I, 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 I didn't disobey too bad. Do you get it? I didn't disobey too much. Do you understand? Yes, Deuteronomy 28, 15. I didn't disobey too much. I disobeyed just a little bit. I didn't tell a real lie. I told just a white lie. The curses that are following you are there. Scripture after scripture. Some of the scripture says that curses shall lead be and confusion shall come upon him. Confusion. It will not happen to you. Say amen. amen. Say amen, Marilyn. Wow. Okay. Deuteronomy 28, 15 says, But it shall come about if you do not obey the Lord your God to observe to do his commandments and his statutes which, uh, with which I charge you today that all these curses will come upon you and overtake you. It shall not happen to you in Jesus' name. I say it shall not happen to you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Some of the Amen. things you have to obey with God are expensive. Amen? They will cost you something. Bishop preaches of a lady who uh, came to the altar, was giving her life to Christ, and she was weeping sorely, you see. And after church, he was speaking to her and asking her, why were you crying? He said, oh, pastor, I have to leave my boyfriend. Oh, I can't, I can't, I can't carry on. Yes, it will cost you. It will cost you. But the curse is more expensive. Amen, somebody. I said the curse is what is more expensive. Obey God and walk in a blessing. Hallelujah. All right. Number Three is where I am, isn't it? Okay. All right. Obedience to the word of God will inspire a visit from both Jesus and God himself. Obedience to God will inspire a visit, visitation from Jesus and God himself. Amen, somebody? Yeah. Pastor Amen. is saying a lot of things. I'll show you the verse. All right. You don't have to believe me. Believe the Bible. John 14 and verse 23. Wow. Naeli, it's good to see you. 
Nice. Powerful. LP Licia. Hey, Dr. Lam, there's a beach behind you. Are we swimming today? <laughs> John 14, 23 says, Jesus answered and said unto him, If a man love me, he will keep my words. Are you with me? If a man love me, he will keep my words. Did Jesus say, if a man love me, he'll buy me roses on Valentine's? If a man love me, he'll take me to France? Jesus said, if a man love me, he will keep my words, right? And my father will love him. So you see that the instruction is towards the words that Jesus spoke, but the love comes up and is imputed upon you from God himself. Are you with me? The Bible says, and we will come unto him and make our abode with him. Can I get an amen? We will come to him and we will make our abode which means we will come and settle and be there for a while we'll make a residence with him can i get an amen i am believing god and praying with all my heart that all of us on this teaching today will become people who obey god so that the presence of god can rest with you you will be in walmart people will take note of you because the presence of God will be upon you. Can I get it? Amen. Amen. Yeah. People will take note. People will shake your hand and they will say, I don't know what it is about you, but I think there's something amazing about you because Amen. of the presence. A great Amen. man of God, um, Archbishop Benjamin Idahosa, you know, went for a trip. And when he went for the trip, he got to the airport came off the plane, a bunch of people had lined up to meet him. And as he was going by them one by one, he would shake their hand. The person would just fall, plop, shake their hand, fall, wow. shake their hand, fall, shake their hand, fall. Because of the presence of God that was with him. Wow. Are you with me, somebody? The presence of God that was with him. May your life be like that. Can I get an amen? amen. Amen. I said, may your life be like that. I receive it. Yeah. One of the things that used to annoy me a lot is, you know, when I, I go to a place uh, where, where there are people, you know, talking or socializing, even like my workplace, you know, and they're talking and somebody will be using one or two curse words. And then when they see me, they say, <coughs> pastor is here. You know, and I will say, don't, don't, don't do that because pastor has come. Do it because you are a genuine child of God. Amen. Are you with me? Yeah. No but then what I realized after that is the fact that they realize that there is something different about me. Can I get an amen? amen? If somebody is very comfortable cursing around you, then you need amen. some presence. Can I get an amen? Mm. I say you amen. need some presence to come and accompany you. People should be uncomfortable cursing around you. Mm -hmm. Amen, Karin? They should be uncomfortable. They should be disturbed. Yeah, they, they should be like, no, no. There's something about this one. We can't mm -hmm. curse around them. Mm -hmm. Amen, somebody? Amen. Now, what does it look like when both God and Jesus comes to visit you? Ooh. You may ask yourself a question. Why do we need Jesus to come if God has come? Mm. Because the three are part of the Godhead and the three do something unique in our lives. Can I get an amen? Jesus amen. is a gateway to all answered prayer. Amen? Yeah, that's why we pray in the name of Jesus. The Bible says that he what? He ever liveth to make intercession. Are you with me? So when his presence comes, then your prayers are receiving answers. Jesus is a gateway to salvation. When he comes upon your life, in your life, 
people around you get saved. Amen, Amen Ashra. Amen. When Jesus comes around you, people get saved. Hallelujah. Yes. Amen. Amen. Good to see you, Ashra. Hallelujah. Yes. Because the Bible says, except a man be born again, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one can come to the Father except by me. I see salvation happening around you. Say amen. I said, I see salvation happening around you. The salvation, may it begin in your house. Hallelujah. May it begin in your house. How I used to pray for my household to be saved. And God is answering the prayers. Hallelujah. All right. Now, what does it look like when God visits you? Woo! Glory. What does it look like when God himself... Mary, are you ready for this? When God visits you, it means power is coming. Amen. Sister Lauren, power is coming. Hallelujah. Amen. Psalm 20, 62, sorry, verse 11. I'm about to end. Amen. Is that Kideja? Okay. Deja, what's up? You good? All right. Okay. Psalm 62, verse 11. The Bible says, God had spoken once. Twice have I heard this. Right? That power belongeth unto God. Amen. I said what? Power does what? Belongeth unto God. Amen. Yeah. Go and ask Moses. He cast a rod. They cast a rod. He put his hand. Leprous. Non-leprous. They did it. But it came to a place where the real demonstration of power had to be shown. And he got to the Red Sea. And he lifted his, his hand. And the Red Sea parted. The magicians couldn't do that. Power belongs to the Lord. Can I get an amen? Power belongs to the Lord. I have seen in my life. Now I have about three examples about people I know personally that could not have children in the tune of 14, 15 years. And after 15 years, the Lord opens the womb and a child comes. Power belongs to the Lord. I'm not hearing amen. They said that you should meet Amen. Amen. One of them had spent about $50,000 trying to become pregnant. About $50,000. Wow. Tablets, IVF, all those things. And one, one day the pastor said to, to the couple, just relax. Stop all the things you're doing. Just relax. Soon after that, she was pregnant. <laughs> because power belongs to the Lord. Amen. Amen. All right. Amen. Next verse we're reading very quickly is in Jeremiah 32, 17. And then we read 27 after that. Are you enjoying the Bible? Say amen. amen. Well, amen. Sister Lauren, it's good to see you. Ah, Lord God, behold. Thou hast made the heaven and the earth. Jeremiah was saying, I mean, seriously, like, you know, you, you've made the whole place. By thy great power and stretched uh, out arm, and there is nothing too hard for thee. You think that this was enough for Jeremiah to express himself about God. Go to verse 27. You see what he says there. The Bible says, Behold, I am the Lord. The God of all flesh is anything too hard for me. The wow. answer is no. Nothing is too hard for me. Amen. We raise the dead. Amen. Yes. Yes. Nothing is too hard for him. Hallelujah. Now, when the presence of God comes upon your life, your life becomes supernatural. Tell your neighbor, supernatural. Supernatural. Supernatural, supernatural, amen. amen. Brother John, 
was sharing with us in a testimony how he was praying and angels came to be around his house. That is the presence of the Lord. God has come to visit him. And he said the angels were just there relaxing. May the angels relax in your life. Can I get an amen? I said, may angels relax in your life. Hallelujah. Now, three words that are a definition of God's visitation in our lives uh, are seen in the Bible. All right. In trying to describe the nature of God and using the word Jehovah, right, there are three references I'll give you. There are about 12 different ones, but we'll look at three of them. Amen. First of all, very quickly, in Genesis 22, verse 14, we read in that text that God appeared there as God who has provided Hallelujah. The God who has provided. Genesis 22, 14. That's verse 4. 14. 14. Very quickly. Genesis 22, 14. Okay. It's not coming. All right. So I'll read it for you. Genesis chapter 22 and verse 14. The Bible says that, and Abraham called the place, called the name of that place, Jehovah Jireh, right? As it is said to this day in the mount of the Lord, it shall be seen. Hallelujah. I love the scripture so much. The, the, the Bible is saying, Abraham called that place Jehovah, Jehovah Jireh, as we know it, right? The Lord who has provided and supplied. The Bible prophetically declared that even until this day, God will be known as the God who supplies. Can I get an amen? God will be known in your life as the God who supplies. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah, Kenya, God will be known in your life as the God who supplies. Hallelujah. Amen. It all comes through obedience. True. Abraham had gone to sacrifice Isaac. Obedience. Yes. And it is very well predicted that after that incident his marriage was never normal again <laughs> because after they came from the mountain abraham came with isaac and sarah came and asked isaac oh so where have you guys been and isaac said daddy took me up <laughs> to a mountain and he tied me down <laughs> and he took a knife and he was about to kill me we never hear again after that <laughs> about Sarah and Abraham. But obedience, obedience caused a great impartation of the God who provides. And he's providing and he will provide. He'll provide by obedience. Amen. A lady moved from New York to Las Vegas, Nevada. Uh, and she went there to try and help the church. Okay, and, and try and help QFC to be there. And while she was there, while she was there, while she was there, she was having a difficult time feeding her children. Wow. Because her job hadn't started and, you know, um, she wasn't fully employed yet. And we say, how do you go to a place where they haven't given you a job yet? Well, we go by faith. Amen, somebody. I say we go by faith. Yeah. When I arrived in St. Thomas, I had a suitcase. In my suitcase was a blow-up bed. I didn't have an apartment. I didn't have anything. I said, the place I found to live, I find to live, I'll blow my bed up and I'll live there. <laughs> by faith. Tell your neighbor by faith. Yeah, by faith. So she tells an amazing story. That every time it was time to feed the children, she would pray over the little food and say a special prayer and say, Lord, as we are about to eat, bless this food and bless it that it may be an enough provision for me and my children. Amen. She says, 
time and time again without fail. Her three children always ate and always testified that they were full. Wow. How is that possible? Amen. It is wow. miraculous provision by the God who will provide. And may he show up in your life in Jesus' name. Man. Number two, the Lord God, our banner. Hallelujah. Numbers chapter 17, verse 15, very quickly. If you're there, say amen. Amen. Number 17, 15. The Bible says, Numbers 17, 15. All right. That's 13. Give us 15. 14. Sorry, Exodus. I apologize. Exodus 17, 15. Exodus. The Bible says, Moses built an altar and called the name of it Jehovah Nisi. Are you with me? Can we see the rest of the scripture, Daniel? 16, Jehovah Nisi. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, Jehovah Nisi is the Lord, our banner. Hallelujah. For he said, because the Lord had sworn that the Lord will have war with Amalek from generation to generation. Jehovah Nisi, the Lord, our banner, is a God that fights for you. Amen. Are you with me? Amen. He is the Lord that fights for you. Hallelujah. He is the Lord that fights for you. Don't fight immigration. No, 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 no. Don't, don't, don't fight immigration. Call on Jehovah Nisi. Don't fight your boss about the schedule. Pray. Yeah. You will see that the schedule will get mixed up to your favor. Jehovah Nisi. Wow. Yes. Yes. The Lord that will fight for you. Now, amazingly, Satan is not ashamed that you have a Jehovah Nisi. Because the Bible shows us that he will rise up and fight you. The Bible says he will come in as the enemy like what? A flood. Isaiah 59, 19. The Bible says that when the enemy shall rise up like a flood, right? The Lord. Yeah, the second part. The, the spirit, sorry, of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him. That word standard is the same word as the word uh, banner. Hallelujah. The Lord will fight for you with his spirit. May he fight for you. Amen. All right. Amen. And finally, Je Jehovah Shalom. Amen. The Lord, our peace. Many people are living without peace. Yeah. Many people are living without peace. I know it because I give people tablets to sleep. Can you imagine tablets to sleep? Wow. You should believe in Psalm 127. The Bible says that God will give his beloved sleep. You don't need a tablet. God will give you sleep. Say amen. You don't amen. need a tablet. God will give you sleep. Amen. God has blessed me so much. I thank God. I can sleep anywhere. It doesn't matter. If I'm tired enough, I can sleep anywhere. Yeah, anywhere. Couch, plane. People laugh at me. Usually before the plane takes off, I'm usually asleep. On the runway, it's shaking and everything. I, I've, I've slept. I've already gone. <laughs> because God needs to give you peace. Hallelujah. When you obey God, he appears in your life as Jehovah Shalom. Are you with me? Judges chapter 6, verse 23. Judges 6, 23. The Bible says in Judges 6 and verse 23, The Lord said unto him, Peace be unto thee. Fear not, thou shalt not die. Fear not, ladies and gentlemen, you will not die in the name of Jesus. Fear not, it shall be well with you. Verse 24. Very quickly, the Bible says in verse 24, 
Then Gideon built an altar there unto the Lord, and he called the place Jehovah Shalom. Unto this day, it is yet in Opa um, and of the Abizarites. Hallelujah. He called the place what? Jehovah Shalom. I see peace entering your home. Say amen. I see peace entering every level of relationship. Say amen. amen. I see amen. peace entering into your finances. Say amen to that. Amen. Your finances will not be a turmoil and a place of a war anymore. In the name of Jesus. Receive peace in Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. And amen. finally, number four, the Bible shows us that the presence of God cannot abide in <clears throat> pride amen the presence of god cannot abide in pride it cannot psalm 31 verse 19 we're ending with this the presence of god cannot abide in pride the bible says that oh how great is thy goodness which thou hast laid up for them that fear thee. Psalm 31 verse 19. For them that fear thee. Which thou hast wrought. For them that trust in thee. Before the sons of men. Can I get an amen? Amen. The Bible says the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. So if you fear God. People who fear God usually work very hard to obey him. Are you missed somebody? Say amen. amen. Yeah. They work very hard to obey him. Amen. Yeah. Verse 20. Thou shalt hide them in the secret of thy presence. From the pride of man. Thou shalt keep them secretly in the pavilion from the strife of tongues. Hallelujah. God will keep you in the secret of his presence. A secret of his presence will be away from the pride of men. Can I get an amen? amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Many marriages are not working because people are just proud. Amen, somebody. Hey, Pastor, why did you have to say that? Yeah, they're not working because somebody is proud. Somebody doesn't, doesn't want to say they're sorry. Rather, they want to argue and prove their point out. Bring evidence. If you are just humble, you will be dwelling in peace and much joy. Are you with me, somebody? Amen. Say amen, somebody. When I came to this island, I found a job, and I found a job with a pharmacy. And this pharmacy was no big-name pharmacy. You know, the big-name pharmacies that, that, that uh, Pastor Akoto and, and Victor works for. <laughs> this was a no-name pharmacy. But I said, all I need is to come onto the island so I can be a missionary. So any job is good for me. Amen, somebody? So I took the job. I went and I, I started working in a small corner. I remember Apostle Joel, uh, our general overseer, came and visited me. And he saw the place I used to work. And he said, this is what he said, God has translated you from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of his marvelous light. <laughs> I said, yes, Apostle, I receive it. You see? But Bishop writes that the secret of God's presence is hidden away from the pride of men. Hallelujah. Little did I know that in accepting this thing that didn't look so glorious, God was setting me up for something bigger. Can I get an amen? 
God was setting me up to promote me. Hallelujah. God was setting me up to move me to the next place. So shall it be for you. Can I get an amen? I said, so shall it be for you. Don't be like Saul. Saul in 1 Samuel 15, verse 17 to 20, you can read it. The presence of God was removed from him. Why was it removed from him? Because he became proud. Verse 17 says that when thou was little in thy own sight. Are you with me? When thou was what? Little in thine own sight. When somebody is little in their own sight, they don't hide things. They don't feel puffed up. May the presence reside with you because you walk in humility and not in pride. Shall we pray? Father, thank you for grace, mercy, the power of God, and the presence of God. Father, we pray that Jehovah Jireh would come upon us. Jehovah Nisi will fight our battles. Jehovah Shalom will bring peace into our homes, O God. Father, let our obedience draw your presence. Let our obedience, O God, cause us not to wander like Job, going back and forth, but as we esteem your word and begin to obey it, may we walk in realms of your presence. Father, let angels be dispensed. Let graces be dispensed, O God. Let, O Lord, assistance come upon your people as they fear you and obey you. In Jesus' name. Somebody said amen. amen. And now you are on this service, but you don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior. God is coming to you in his presence and his peace. And he is coming at you today and saying that, let not your wisdom be wiser than the wisdom of God. God so loved the world that he gave his son. That was his wisdom to bring you and reconcile you to himself. You want to say, pastor, pray with me. I need Jesus. Pastor, if I die today, I have no idea where I am headed to. Pray with me. Save me. I want to pray with you. Every eye closed right now. Pray with me and say, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. I come to you today. I come to you. Just as I am. Just as I am. Forgive my sins. Forgive my sins. Wash me in your blood. Wash me in your blood. Come into my life and be my Lord and my Savior. In Jesus' mighty name. Somebody said amen. Hallelujah. All right. If you are praying this prayer for your very first time, we want to partner with you and help you in the journey of becoming a strong Christian. Hallelujah. So there are a group of administrators uh, that are on this line. They want uh, to get in touch with you. Amen. Text, put a text there, say, this is my first prayer. This is my first salvation prayer. Help me. And pastor, has determined to get you a book called How You Can Become a Strong Christian. Okay, this is the book here. A copy comes straight to you, okay, um, if you just let us know and you can receive a copy. Hallelujah. All right, that's the book right there. All right, so God bless you. Thank you so much uh, for listening. Hallelujah.